Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Today, we've got a really interesting topic on tap. We're going to be talking about low-focus practice partners, meaning the people that you spend time with on the courts that just don't care that much. (laughs) And if you're listening to my voice right now, chances are you have a big passion for tennis. You take your game seriously. You want to try to improve And it can be incredibly frustrating to have somebody on the other side of the court that just doesn't share that with you. So today's question comes to us from Alex. And this is a little bit longer than most of the questions that I I read. Usually I shorten these quite a lot. But I thought that Alex did a really good job of describing this scenario or situation. And we'll go from there. And I'll, I'll give... Your, I'll give advice on what I've found to be helpful as far as mindsets are concerned, because I, I can relate to this 100%, as you'll find out in just a minute. So Alex wrote to me and said, the issue I have is that over the past two years, I've been working really hard to improve, get better, change my technique, work really hard to improve my game, and watch a lot of your videos and videos of professionals playing the game and trying to use similar tex- techniques to them to improve my game and get better so that the game will be more fun for me. And it's worked. I've improved a ton since I started playing and I love tennis. It's really a passion for me. But the issue that I'm having is my hitting partner who I play with on a weekly basis does not feel the same way. He doesn't use proper technique when hitting, nor does he try to. He hits the ball using all arm, serves with a forehand grip, and doesn't really even know how to grip the racket for each shot. I've tried to teach him what I know about tennis and what I've learned from your website and other websites and from watching the pros, but he doesn't listen and I don't really think that he wants to improve his game. He just isn't as passionate about the game as I am. It's just that simple. The frustrating part is that playing with this person I feel has caused my level of tennis to decline or stay at the same level. When playing a a practice match with this person, he doesn't use proper technique Yet I'm over here trying to hit with a full forehand, with timing, body turn, and topspin, and he's just hitting the ball over with all arms, sometimes flat, sometimes topspin, sometimes sidespin, etc. It's very frustrating to say the least. Do you have any advice or personal experience for this situation? How would you approach it? All right, Alex, I do have advice and I do have personal experience. In fact, your question, reading through it, caused me to think back to two very specific points of time in my tennis career, in my life. Both of them were periods of time where I found myself sitting on the other side of the desk of the director of tennis at two different tennis clubs. The first one was when I was a junior player. I I believe at this point in time I was around 14 or 15 or so. And I had asked to have a private meeting with the director of tennis at the first club where I did a summer camp. And it was a kind of a high-performance junior camp kind of program. It went throughout summer vacation. And the reason why I called this meeting with the director of tennis was because I was really, really frustrated with the other players that were towards the top of this 
particular program. Players that were some of the best players in the state of Wisconsin, where I, where I grew up playing. And the reason why I was so frustrated was because they didn't take it very seriously. They like to screw around or they just wouldn't even try. We'd be doing drills and they would be giving no effort at all, no hustle, not even trying to get to balls. And they'd be joking around, you know, during drills, between drills, whatever. And this was just the opposite of my personality. I was in a position where I was paying for a lot of my own instruction. And as a you know, 14 or 15 year old, obviously that's a, you know, it's a big, a big thing for, I mean, it's a lot of money for me at the time. And so I was taking it very, very seriously. I had goals. I wanted to improve. I didn't want to waste a second of my time there. And so this just really, really disturbed me. And I, I mean, obviously basically nothing came of that meeting, but I just remember how frustrated I was to the point that I mean, this was like an intimidating kind of guy to me, and I, I wanted to sit down and talk to him about it and let him know how frustrated I was. And so the, the second time that this happened was at the first full-time teaching job that I had out of college. I went to college specifically to be a teaching professional. I got a four-year degree in business marketing at a school that offered a professional tennis management program. And so I specifically went to this school because I wanted to be in the tennis industry. I wanted to teach. I graduated from college and several months into my first job, I found myself again really frustrated and calling a meeting with my boss because I I was just really shocked by the apathy and the laziness of a pretty large majority of my lessons, the time that I was spending on courts. And maybe I was a little naive thinking that uh, to a certain degree, I kind of thought that I was going to go teach and this was at a nice club. People were paying a lot of money for my time and it really just to show up, just to be a member. And so I was probably a little naive in assuming that, well, if they invested their time and their money to be on the court with me, then it's going to be awesome. They're going to they're going to listen to what I have to say. They're going to do the the drills that I suggest. They're going to make the changes that I say are necessary to improve. They're going to get better and there's going to be this, you know, wonderful back and forth of time investment, et cetera, et cetera. You know, basically I had a very idealistic view of what teaching was going to be like. And instead, I found ladies groups that were really just showed up just to socialize, something to do during the day. And I would get the kids after school that, I mean, in all honesty, it was just babysitting. It was just another activity, uh, one of many, many activities that these kids would do throughout the day or throughout the week. And so there was no investment on their part at all. They didn't take it at all seriously. So, so Alex, I feel your pain and I know what it's like to spend time on the court with people that just don't share your passion for it. And I I have several different mindset tips for you that for me have have been extremely important over the years. And I'll kind of give you two different choices, two different paths that you can go down in just a minute. So the first point that I want to make to you is you're not going to change your partner. At least it's not very likely. It's possible, but more times than not, many more times than not, you're not going to change the person that's on the other side of the net. They don't want to change. They don't want to be helped. They're perfectly happy doing what they're doing, 
getting out of it what they're getting out of it and just just hitting the ball is enough for them they have no aspirations of improvements or uh, you know uh, they're not motivated by by the idea of accomplishment they just simply are happy just being there and to a certain degree you have to totally respect that there's certain things in life that aren't very important to you and other people have a huge passion for and some things that you like to do just recreationally or casually that you know it's not you're not doing it because you have this big drive and passion just to get better for the sake of getting better and another way of thinking about this just think about how much you hate it when you receive unsolicited coaching and this could be during doubles I mean, probably the the most classic times for this are during a doubles match when you're partnered with somebody who has that personality where they just feel like they need to tell you what you're doing wrong. And what that really feels like when your doubles partner tells you you're not positioning yourself right, your swing, you need to follow through, you know, like this, you need to aim there instead of this other spot. When they try to tell you what to do, what it really feels like is them saying, I'm better than you, or you're, you're broken, you need my help, I'm the expert here. It's, it's a very belittling thing. And so, unless you are a master of communication and you have some, some Jedi mind tricks that you can uh, use to get your partner to really be as motivated and passionate as you are, it's not gonna happen the vast majority of the time. So you really have two choices here. You have two different paths that you can go down. Number one, path number one is you can spend a lot of energy and effort trying to motivate this partner externally, trying to inspire them to action and inspire them to care about what they're doing and inspire them to change in order to do it better than the way that they're currently doing. Now this is possible but the majority of people won't appreciate your efforts. And even if you come at it in just the right way where you're not being condescending, you're not talking down to them, you're not making them feel judged, you're not making them feel belittled, even if you avoid all those things, like I said before, and you, you just approach it in the perfect way, you're a master of, of communication with this particular partner, chances are, even if you do it perfectly, they're just, it's still not going to really have any effect on them. They might say, oh, you know, you know, I really appreciate your effort. I really appreciate your enthusiasm and your passion for this. But, you know, I just, I just don't care that much. I'm, I, I totally am fine just hitting the ball. And I don't, I don't need to invest all this effort like you are in making changes and leaving my comfort zone. And that's going to happen with most people. And this is where you need to know yourself and your personality. Some people love just being that, that kind of energetic, inspirational, motivational kind of personality. Your, you know, kind of Richard Simmons personality where you just have all the energy in the world and the people around you are kind of drawn to that, to that energy and you kind of inject that passion into other people you have to still realize that most people are, you're not going to change who they are or the effort that they put in, but they might at least appreciate it and it's going to rub off once in a while. And you have to know your personality because if you don't love being that kind of outgoing, passionate, energetic person, then you're going to burn yourself out 
trying to be the motivation for other people. And this is where I found myself after many years of teaching. I was slowly starting to get burned out because I was, tr- I was trying. The, the people who signed up for lessons with me that didn't actually want to change, which was most lessons, most people who signed up for lessons with me didn't really want to make changes. They wanted to, they wanted to hit a better shot, but without really changing anything. They didn't want to invest any significant work or energy. And I tried to motivate those people. I tried to inspire those people. And it, was, it just wasn't my, it's not my personality. I, I'm capable of doing it, but doing it hour after hour, I was, start, I was burning myself out. I was getting cynical and it was just not, it was not a fit for me. And so that leaves us with path number two, choice number two. Leave those people alone who are not passionate, who are not motivated, and spend that extra energy that you would have spent trying to inspire them and take that extra energy and instead use it to find people that are like you, that appreciate what you appreciate, that have a similar passion and drive for what you're trying to improve at. And nothing is more rewarding than that. Nothing is more rewarding than spending time with people who are on that same wavelength and appreciate what you appreciate and love what you love about the game. And this is the road that ultimately I was trying to take when I created Essential Tennis. When I started the podcast, that was my goal, was to break away from being in a position where I had to show up for whoever signed up for my time, no matter who they were. And instead, my, my, goal, my goal ultimately was to be able to pick who I spent time with. And I've been blessed to basically have that become a reality where I, I now get to be very, very choosy about who I actually spend time with in person. And it's only people that, I mean, they literally have to go through an application process and are screened <laughs> so that I know that this person is the best fit because you know on the surface that may sound selfish, but the fact of the matter is, it's gonna be the most fulfilling use of my time and it's gonna be the most fulfilling use of their time too. If they fully appreciate what I have to offer and I fully appreciate the attitude and the effort that they bring to the table, then it creates a really amazing uh, experience for both of us. But if the other person isn't super into it and, I, and I'm passionate, or if they're super into it and I'm not passionate, you know, one way or the other, some, somebody's wasting their time and it's just not, not a very good fit. So that's all I was really after. And that's kind of my suggestion to you. Well, you, you could take either one of these paths, obviously. I'm telling, you the, I'm telling you the one that I picked, the one that has worked best for me, because that's just kind of my, my personality. You can choose either one, uh, but for me, I had to find, I took a lot of extra effort to be able to now be in the position where I can now pick and choose uh, who I spend time with, and it's a good fit for both of us. Now, as far as finding motivated, passionate, hitting partners, I've got two resources for you. The first one is tennisround.com. Tennis round, as in circle, being round, dot com. It is a playing partner, um, I guess, location you know service. You put in your, your location, your level, and it pairs you up with people that are like-minded. I mean, Nobody's going to go to a website looking for a hitting partner unless they're relatively motivated to really put in some work and, and drill, 
put in some focused hitting. They're not just looking necessarily to to just play sets. So tennisround.com and also also tenniscentral.net. That's tenniscentral.net. I know the owners of, of both of those companies, both super, super passionate guys about tennis uh, in their own rights and the services that they're building are, are amazing. I'm not affiliated with them at all, but I'm friends with them and they're really, really good resources to try to find a partner that is on the same wavelength as you. That's how you're going to get the most out of your time on the courts. That's how you're going to improve the fastest, have the most enjoyment and overall have the most rewarding experience on the court. So hopefully that's helpful to you, Alex. And uh, if you've been listening and this has been helpful, come back to EssentialTennis.com. Let me know what you think. Click on Podcasts in the main menu. This is episode number 241 with the title of Low Focus Practice Partners. Leave a comment there. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any other suggestions as well. Love to hear what your, your thoughts are. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care, and good luck with your tennis.